Right up next on Show Me What You Got is the executive officer of Darwin Basketball Association. Now, she has been on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? She has been on Chase. She has been on a whole lot of trivia shows. She has won some, lost some, won a lot of money, giving some all away. And she's so executional in her approach with Darwin Basketball. Join me and welcome Kerry Savage. First of all, what's what's going on, Kerry? Talk to what's happening. What's happening in the world of basketball? Well, there's a lot happening. Just got back from Melbourne, so went down and watched the Boomers play. So that was a very exciting. Then to come back to Darwin, and we've got coming into semi-finals. So lots going on in the world of basketball. Beautiful. And I'm just a little bit into the world of Kerry. We all know Kerry as the no-nonsense achiever that has turned the DBA around tremendously. Um, before we get into your accomplishments, tell us about who you are, you know, the part of Kerry that people don't know. Oh, maybe there's maybe there's some parts I want people not to know. <laughs> um, no, 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 I'm not spilling any beans to So basically, um, I'm from Queensland, so born and bred in Bundaberg. Been heavily involved in sport my whole life. Um, basketball, netball, swimming, lots of different sports. Came from a very sporty family. Travelled to lots of different countries. So spent my my youth travelling to over 30 different countries. Lived and worked in Scotland, Germany, um, lots of different places. Wow. Had a variety of interesting jobs, like this is my 56th job. <laughs> uh, so there's lots of different parts to me. And I guess um, I, it's interesting life. Um, no regrets is my motto. I guess that's... Um, well, I do what I do when each day, but um, I currently love what I'm doing and I'll keep doing that until I no longer enjoy it. How did you end up with this job? Prior to Darwin Basketball, I worked in Bundaberg Basketball as an administrator. But I think the biggest thing that led me to the Territory was, funnily enough, it wasn't basketball. Um, I've been heavily involved in um, social justice, charities, youth work. Um, and I see a huge need to have sport in people's lives to lead them along the path of either happiness, healthiness, and just, you know, being happy with life. So I felt coming to Darwin would give me an opportunity, A, to see another culture and part of Australia, but also um, get involved with uh, more and more youth in sport and in social programs. And uh, fortunately, my board and the Darwin community are allowing me to do that, using sport as a tool to... Uh, change some people's lives. Beautiful, and you're certainly creating an impact out here in Darwin. And now it's been three years, you know, with the DBA. What has that journey been like for you? I would love to say absolutely wonderful um, 24 hours of the day, but I can't say that. It's been an excellent journey. It's been, um, I'm going to say, a life-changing journey for Mm. me. It's taught me a lot of things. Um, It's taught me resilience. It's taught me to um, sit back and have a look at myself and realise also that change can be a good thing, that some people... um, don't like change. Mm. Uh, it's taught me to be perseverant, so it's to persevere through these um, difficulties because in the end, we're in an ever-changing world, so we have to be changing to keep up with not only trends, Absolutely. Um, to keep up with you know our neighbours, to keep up with what other sports are doing. Um, I'm very proud of the work I've done in Darwin, mm. but I'm also um, probably prouder of the group of people that I've had surrounding me, who I've watched grow and come on this journey with me. You had the AJC, the Australian Junior Championships up here. You know, what was that set up like and how did you pull that off? That was um, actually, that, that was um, quite amazing for me. Um, 
coming from Queensland, we've had a lot of um, Australia Junior Championships, and I've always seen that maybe kids on the eastern and southern seaboard do get a lot more opportunity. So coming to Darwin, it was always, I didn't like always hearing we lack opportunity. So I thought, well, let's try and see if we can get some opportunities on our own doorstep. So going to Basketball Australia and putting in a bid for those championships was difficult, as we don't always have the infrastructure that's available in other capital cities. But with some creative thinking and um, the assistance of Basketball Australia, we managed to not only get the championships, um, but actually host the most successful championships according to the poll that they recently did. Um, So not only did people enjoy um, the event, they enjoyed coming to Darwin, they enjoyed um, the weather, of course. Mm. They um, they were really keen um, to see our community, the way we do things. And, um, you know, we got back from that. We, We got respect. So Darwin Basketball has respect now throughout Australia. So um, I'm very proud of that. I'm also proud that 82% of the people who came to that event said they'd return to Darwin. Wow. That, that's, a, that's a massive that stat. And it's, um, it's, yeah. it looks good for everyone. Absolutely. And um, well, let, let's step away from, from basketball a little bit. Now, you were a swimming instructor and you were a lifeguard as well. You know, and this, this took you, I mean, that's a part of, maybe that's a part of you a lot of people don't know. But I want you to run us through that phase of your life, you know, and how that prepared you for this phase that you're currently in. Well, I was fortunate to be... Um, Travelling around the world when I was nineteen, twenty at summer camp in America, I was a lifeguard um, through throughout America, four or five states, and decided I wanted to go to the Bahamas for a week, and I stayed two and a half years <laughs> as a lifeguard. So working on the beach in the Bahamas for two and a half years, I must say, was a little mind numbing because mm. you know, I think I did one rescue in two and a half years, and that was a drunk tourist. So, <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, but it was a pattern of my life. It, it enabled me to see another culture. I did lots of study and um, trivial knowledge. I I used to read trivia books while I was on duty, which Mm. then led me to, of course, love my game shows and different things. And I think it just taught me, um, you know, that that life's too short not to be having fun, but you can always be, you know, working and um, realise some of your dreams. I got to travel right throughout the world as a lifeguard and a swimming instructor, whereas um, most people think that's a pretty menial job. Well, it certainly enabled me to travel everywhere. So Mm, It's amazing. And wonderful. You brought up the the part of the trivia i was definitely going to go that you know oh, you know uh, i'm going to talk about your brain and how intelligent you are for <laughs> sure now listen you weren't you weren't who wants to be a millionaire some years back you won some money about fifty thousand, but you gave it all away how did, did that happen so i was fortunate to be on the game show and i always knew i was going to win fifty thousand. don't ask me why and i planned on taking my nephews to as many nba games as we could um the unfortunate part is during that time after winning it, I lost my business in a flood and um, the flood also destroyed Bundaberg Basketball. So as that was my place of business, my office, where I ran my training company from, mm. um, the only correct thing to do was to make sure that they could get back on their feet and my $50,000 helped to do that. Wow. So... Um, it was a case of, I, it was my community, it was um, where my nephews grew up, where I grew up, so it was really a no-brainer to um, hand over the money and, and get the sort of help. The fortunate part is we worked, we got it back, and I was still able to take my nephews on trip of a lifetime to 13 NBA games. 
Wow. So good things bring good things. It and, you know, there was does. a lot of nice people around too that um, helped us get some good tickets and things like that. So it was yeah. just, a, I guess, an act of kindness that was repaid to me tenfold. Yeah, a lot of people don't see the kind-hearted person that you are. I mean, you, you run a charity organisation in Bondabreg. Tell us about that and the amazing things you're doing with that. So we have a, um, a charity in Bundaberg called Angels Community Group. It was actually put together after I lost my dad and my business partner lost her niece in a tragic accident. We wanted to do something to help people deal with loss, whether it was loss of life, loss of a job, um, loss of your house. I, you know, I, as lucky and fortunate as I've been, I've also lost a lot of things in my life, as most people have. So we put together a group that was to help people... Um, Still wanted. So help, helping others by helping, helping yourself by helping others is our motto. So we've now expanded in, we have um, recycled clothing, we have recycled furniture, and we're now running a um, an arm of food bank where we prepare and distribute food to the needy and we sell low-cost groceries to help people out. So it's turning into probably more than I ever thought it would be. Mm. It's difficult sometimes to um, help run it from afar, but I get to go back to Queensland every now and again and see what a great job they're doing down there. That's amazing. What a really great job you're doing. And uh, that, this is top story and probably breaking it out here first. <laughs> you were on the chase last week. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd do this Of to course me. I would do that to you, Kerry. Tell us about that. How much are you going for? Are you, I, wait, are you allowed to talk about this first of so all? I'm, I'm allowed to talk about the fact that I'm going, that I was on the show okay. and it will be broadcast in the next two to three weeks. Beautiful. However, I can't tell you the results. So <laughs> it, was, it was a fantastic day of filming. Um, I, yeah, I uh, definitely had a good time. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I look forward to watching me make a fool of myself when it's shown. <laughs> well, please let us know when it's going to be aired and we'll definitely let everyone know when it's, it'll be shown on TV and we want to catch you and see how much you win this time. <laughs> no, I'm not good for a loan, okay? Oh, come on, kids. <laughs> We're selling cars here, aren't we? <laughs> but you see, real talk, a lot of people see this serious part of you, you know. Tell us a little bit about this other side of you, the jovial part of you, you know, that people don't really get to see a lot of. Are you telling me that you think I've got a good side, Diola? <laughs> Let me do paper, rocks and scissors first for that one. <laughs> Look, it, 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 you, you do have to be hard. You do have to be serious to do a lot of the work I do. Yeah. Like we, Although some people say it's only sport, we're dealing with money, we're dealing with people's livelihoods, we're yeah. dealing with families. So, yeah. yes, you do have to be hard. However, I do like to be able to chill out. I like to relax. Mm. Um, I love a good laugh. I think I have um, an interesting sense of humour. Um, you know, I'm always up for a joke um i I can probably be the biggest softie around um as long as there's honesty and integrity then i'm not going to cross you or you don't cross me it's when i get crossed i get prickly and i'm a short person i get that (laughs) short person syndrome so um, i am going to attack i have been likened to a fox terrier and um many other little uh rabid dogs but you know it is uh, it is what it is nah cares you do have a good size even though it comes once every three years but you know Absolutely. <laughs> Don't get used to it. Nah, hey. <laughs> you know. I, I, I mean, I'm very, I'm very 
business focused. I'm task yes. orientated, but I'm also, you know, I, I do love a good time, mm-hmm. and um, that's that's why I love Darwin. Yeah, it's it's the right mix for you, and I mean, it's worked tremendously well for you. You know, um, what's what's next for the DBA? We hear a lot of things from your Facebook page. We heard Mellow is coming to town. We heard an NBL game is coming to town next next year. What is happening? Give well, n- none of it's confirmed, so let's not get the you know put the cart before the horse. Okay, we have been approached um, to work with the Illawarra Hawks over the next um, six to eight months is one of my dreams was to have an actual NBL game here. Again, it's opportunity for our kids. It's opportunity for our sports fans to, you know, see things on our own doorstep. Um, It's opportunity to promote Darwin. So I'll be meeting over the next couple of weeks with the Illawarra Hawks and we really hope that we can... um, you know, build a venue. When I say build a venue, we we will um, look at where we can host this type of game with significant V coverage, etc. And um, hopefully, we'll get the community support to also attend the game, so we can have these things on a more regular basis. We have AFL and NRL here. Why can't we have basketball? It's one of the most Absolutely. popular sports. Absolutely. So. Uh, we will be working really hard to see if we can pull that off. Um, so stay tuned, I guess. But um, if things are looking good. Well, we will be staying tuned for sure. Fingers crossed on that one. Now, um, before we let you go, Kerry, any last words for sports lovers out there who want to take up the sport of basketball or want to be like you, you know, send the world, achieve slaying dragons and all that you're doing? What are your <laughs> words of advice for those kids? I, I guess the biggest thing for me here is um, for those people that haven't been to basketball or come down to the stadium, uh, seen our league, um, it really is a very unique, not only sport, it's a unique place. Mm. I think it's when I walked in for my first league game, I was blown away. Um, I, I wish we had more people who had that took that opportunity. Also, coming down on a Saturday, the place is just a hive of activity with kids of all different shapes, sizes, and abilities all playing, you know, with a smile on their face. That's what I love about sport, and that's what I really hope that we can encourage you, the more people to come down and, and just to even watch it, even if you don't want to play it, come down and have a look because there's some really great things happening, not only here in Darwin, but also out of Palmer. Mm. through our sport and um, I think basketball's huge here and it's just going to get bigger and bigger yes that sport is growing well you've heard it people from Darwin basketball executive officer Kerry Savage thank you so much for joining us on the program Kerry no worries thanks Viola cheers mate yes definitely we'll be sure to follow your progress and have you on the show again soon Coming up next, Scott Mannion, ex-Aussie rules football legend. He is on one it all down south in South Australia. He is now the director of boarding at St. John's College, Darwin. He'll be telling us a lot about his playing days and what he's up to now.